everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter. I'm joined by Tim. This is a horror movie podcast and this specifically is our horror movie news, which we've not done in a couple of weeks. Uh, partially just down to the fact that there was a kind of quiet period for horror movie news, mm. uh, which they made up for this week because we have like five trailers to talk about at the end of this uh, <laughs> on top of whatever news happened to, to pop out this week. So uh, we got plenty to do and plenty to talk about. So we'll get straight into it. Uh, first things first. Uh, so just a few weeks ago, we talked about The Wolfman starring Ryan Gosling. Uh, yes. We have a, a, a very important new detail to add on to this, which I don't know if I saw coming, which is that Lee Whannell is now in talks to direct the movie, which is kind of exciting given that he just did Invisible Man. Invisible Man was pretty good. So Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, the last couple of movies he's done uh, have all been pretty good and uh yeah i think we mentioned it before they started to become you know a bit of a name that you know you kind of perk your ears up when you hear he's doing something so uh yeah you know the wolfman was already looking uh pretty exciting but now this is kind of just like a little you know icing on the cake uh so yeah that's cool yeah he's a director that you know he, he did in cities three and it was kind of this weird thing because he was taken over from one and he used to work with one and it was this kind of passing of the torch it was like, oh i wonder what he's going to do and i was like you know what? That was actually a pretty solid sequel, and I liked it more than yeah. Insidious too. Uh, and then Upgrade yeah. was a solid little sci-fi action movie, and then Visible Man was really solid. And I'm kind of excited to see his career develop as a director because he's he's actually totally. pretty good. So yeah, yeah, not much more to say. Wolfman uh, is coming. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So I mean, it, you know, obviously, you know, it was kind of on our radar radar before, but you know, now it's uh, definitely something that. Uh, we'll be on the lookout uh, obviously like still seems to be super early so who knows what'll come of it but uh definitely look forward to hearing more about it well you know universal blimhouse stuff tends to happen <laughs> i feel like that is true very yeah. rarely do they seem to fall through uh speaking yeah. of blimhouse at that uh and speaking of perhaps something we often do which is stephen king uh <laughs> we have uh, a story here uh, so Stephen King's new collection, uh, If It Bleeds, uh, one of the stories in that, uh, Mr. Harrigan's Phone, uh, there's apparently a film in the works at Netflix, uh, or, or for Netflix, I should say, and it's been developed by Ryan Murphy, who, of course, worked on American Horror Story, Scream Queens, and a bunch of other stuff, uh, but that's the sort of more horror-related things that he's done, uh, and Blumhouse are also producing it as well, so uh, this is the story description. Uh, you might know this because you read a lot of Stephen yeah. King. But mm-hmm. uh, So the story follows a young boy who befriends an older billionaire who lives in his small town neighborhood and they bond over the man's first iPhone. <laughs> what a weird mm-hmm. uh, but when the man <laughs> dies, the boy discovers that not everything dead is gone and he finds himself able to communicate with his friend from the, beyond the grave uh, by leaving voicemails on the iPhone that was buried with him. Okay, a little bit of a you've got mail situation with a young boy and a old man. What? <laughs> okay. Well, you've got mail was all about how they, they could leave letters for each other, and they would. This was a fine right. reference. This was a fine reference to make. Damn it! Stop me, me look a crazy <laughs> man. How dare you? All right. I mean, I, I'll I'll take your word for it. I don't know if I've seen that movie, but. Uh... Yeah, this is a, a super uh, surprising like news uh, when I heard about it earlier in the week because it's um, uh, like I, I have read this collection. Uh, I'll be honest, it wasn't really my favorite. Uh, and this story in particular, it, it's not a bad story, but it's not I, I would not call it like horror by mm-hmm. any means. Uh, so, it you know, it, it like because it is like more of a um, it's more of like a folksy kind of like uh tale with like you know some a little bit of like supernatural element uh but you know it it is yeah more of a yeah like this kind of the kid's kind of like an assistant uh that helps this old man and then yeah it gets him like an iphone even though the old man is like oh i don't want this new technology and then he kind of helps him show but oh no but look you can like you know check your stocks on it and do all like all this and that and then the old man kind of gets into it uh but it's but yeah it's more like kind of you know feel good uh, kind of thing and then um yeah once he dies and there's like you know a, a, super, a little bit of a supernatural element to it but it's not it, it, again it doesn't venture too much into like horror territory which um yeah makes it surprise like i'm not necessarily surprised that they're adapting it but the fact that it's like bloom house uh and um ryan murphy who um 
even if they are gonna go like uh horror or something for it like i i can't imagine like you know murphy's like aesthetic you know because his stuff is very like you know fast-paced pop culture kind of you know sexy which does not like make me think of the story at all so i i don't know if they uh you know are gonna be like faithful or if they have some idea to maybe do something different with it I, i'm very intrigued by it but uh yeah i can't really imagine how it's gonna work out well, it's a short story, right? So, I mean, the, the, lately yeah. we'll expand upon it to fill, fit, you know, to, For sure. to fill at least 90 minutes of the screen time here. They're probably going to have to expand and sort of take it places and have maybe more of a story that uh, goes past the original point. Uh, if I told you that John Lee Hancock was writing and directing, would you be excited? Uh, I, I don't know who he is off the top of my head, so if you I have told, to give me some more. <laughs> if I told you that he directed The Blind Side, would you <laughs> then be excited? <laughs> uh sure <laughs> i mean i don't know i uh, that movie's fine i i guess like that does have more of the feel of the short story so i guess sure, that works sure. <laughs> i i never I, I never saw the blind side but the general consensus of what i saw was that it was the movie about sandra bullock curing racism uh sure so, uh, <laughs> it is definitely like a touchy feely let's feel good uh kind of movie <laughs> hmm. Uh, so moving on then something a little bit different here uh so universal's got a bunch of universal monster movies in the world we just spoke about the wolfman uh a minute ago so there's another project to add to the list because we've had tons of these we've got the rainfield one we've got invisible women we got this dracula movie from uh you know karen kasama blah blah, blah. all these things most of which are honestly kind of promising or at least interesting uh add this to the interesting column i'd say is that josh cooley who worked on Toy Story 4. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you're not expecting that. Will direct Little Monsters, which is described as an all-ages approach to the studio's classic monster <laughs> character. So this is going to be more of a kid's movie, but it's a kid's movie about the Universal Monsters. So, uh, okay. Sources have described it as a love letter to classic Hollywood and the history of filmmaking with a story that takes a multi-generational approach to the monsters. Is it? Uh, does it say if it's live action or animated? it you know it doesn't which to me would say it's probably a live action if they didn't specify uh yeah because uh that sounds like it could be interesting um i i feel like i'll be like a lot less interested if it's uh like an animated thing um and i like animated movies just i don't know like if it's modern animation that probably means it'll be cgi which i i don't like as much but then um yeah, it's uh, I mean, it still could be good, but yeah, it just would interest me less. But uh, hey, that sounds cool. Yeah, uh, no, I mean, I'm kind of down for it. Even if it's animated, I'm kind of down for it, I suppose. Uh, what's funny is that I actually, for reasons that I don't want to get into, I just watched Ed Wood over the weekend, and okay, <laughs> I've never seen it before. It makes so, it sound like someone like had like a gun to your head or something. <laughs> Uh, so but the point i'm making is that if you've seen that movie because i'd never seen it before obviously i mean why would i watch a tim burton movie twice come on <laughs> but uh is you know bella lugosi's a character in that and yeah. there's a lot of stuff about how much he hates boris karloff so i'm reading this description <laughs> and, all, and all, all i could hear is him going f karloff you didn't deserve to smell my shit you know all that stuff uh yeah. so but hey and uh, nah, this is a fun idea and I, I i'm amazed at how many projects we currently have because even though they're not a shared universe or anything, there's like probably like seven or eight films now in the works that are all Universal Monsters in some way. There's that Paul Feig one, is yep. you know. So hopefully these all become a thing, and we get a nice diverse array of movies that do different things. And <clears throat> can... Yeah, I mean, I think people are just like so obsessed with um, IP and, and something that's recognizable, and you know, since like like well, you know. Uh, <laughs> You know, uh, Disney and WB have, like, you know, their stranglehood on, on the comic book world. So, like, we'll just take whatever we can. Like, what else do people, like, know exists? And then it's like, all right, yeah, I guess uh, these are a thing. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's a, there's a sort of, like, panic at all the other studios. Because, like, they, obviously, they have Marvel, they have Pixar, they have Star Wars, they have Indiana Jones, they've got a bunch of stuff, right? <laughs> and now they have they yeah. even have Alien and Predator and stuff like that because they, they got yeah. Fox. <laughs> and Die Hard, even, right? And then... <clears throat> Warner Bros. have DC Comics, and they also have like Harry Potter, which is another big cash cow, and they have, yeah. uh, you know, some other stuff in there. Uh, 
And then you go to the other ones, and it's kind of like, okay, what do Universal have? They have the Universal Monsters, they have Back to the Future, <laughs> and they have Fast and the Furious. And that's, you know, like... Yeah. It, it kind of feels like you're trying. Paramount have Mission Impossible, and... Uh, Star Trek, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like, sure. Which is, a, which is a big thing for them, but it's nicely been big in movies for a while, right? They're doing a lot yeah. of TV shows for Star Trek, and they're having a blow with that, but... Uh, it's just it's, it's kind of funny looking at some of the other ones. Uh, Sony are so desperate to have Men in Black be a, a consistent thing because <laughs> uh, they have nothing else going. So I don't know. It's just this is interesting. Uh, in fact, they hit gold with Venom apparently. So we're getting t- tens of Venom movies. Yeah. <laughs> Look forward to that. Oh jeez. Um, I don't know if we should have reviewed that. Was that horror movie enough? I don't know. It was definitely eh. a scary experience. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know for us. <laughs> <laughs> quite the thing for it uh mm. but let's move on then let's move on then to the next story uh you like joe we never reviewed bird box for some reason we never actually uh. did bird box on the show but i, I mean i assume you saw it as well yeah yeah i saw it it was fine it wasn't great I, it was i i like the book a lot um but yeah the movie was just okay it's okay it's yeah fine. a couple of right moments but you know it's kind of yeah. a, a bit of a slog in places so there's yeah. a sequel to the book uh, where well, it's called Mallory, and uh, that, that's that's on its way. Uh, very soon, July twenty first, this you know this year. So, uh, just a couple of weeks away from having the, the sequel, uh, and they're already an early, basically development of doing a movie of it. Uh, presumably, uh, I would. I can't actually see if it says Netflix here, but I would assume Netflix are yeah the ones doing it, given that they did the first movie, um, and. You know, Sandra Bullock's character is in the, the new book, so you know, it may be a big deal if they got her back, you know, to, to do it. But I mean, they're Netflix, so I suppose why can't they at this point? Like, like I suppose the days have been surprised that Netflix can afford big directors and actors. I mean, they had, they've, got, they've got a Scorsese movie, for crying out loud. That's true. <laughs> so I suppose the days to be surprised about that are long gone, but yeah. Uh, so apparently, yeah, this was just the, the the writer when he was talking about the book was basically saying, yeah, there's this, it's kind of it's happening. The, the talks have started about doing the sequel, and the, the Bird Box got a lot of buzz when it came out. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like Netflix movies tend to like every every few weeks there'll be one that gets a little bit of buzz for you know for about ten minutes, and then it'll disappear. Yeah. You never <laughs> hear about it again. Um, you know, the old guards kind of doing that right now, which I'm pleased about because I like Greg Rucka who wrote the comic book sure. that it's based on. But I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like no one's going to be talking about the old guard in a week. Yeah, I, I mean, I think in general, like, uh, pop culture is, uh, yeah, a little bit more, um, you know, flash in the pan nowadays. Like, uh, you know, uh, there's definitely stuff with staying power for sure. But, yeah, a lot of stuff is, uh, you know, the weekend is the thing. And then after that, it, you know, fizzles down. Which is um, annoying from a reviewing perspective for us, because by the time we hear yeah. about people, <laughs> people are interested in the movie. It's like, oh, well, the time's passed now. We're already... Yeah. Too, too late. Oh well. As, as, yeah, especially when they have like you know a different release dates <laughs> for us, and it's like, oof. oh sure. Well, I'm uh, thinking more Netflix movies where like no one even talks oh, yeah, about yeah. them until the day they're on, and then they talk about them that weekend, and then by the time you're like, oh, we should do it next week now that we know this is a thing. By the time we get to it the following week, no one's talking about it anymore. It's gone. No one cares. Yep. <laughs> I feel like that's the story of my life. Like every time I get into something, I'm like, hey guys, like yeah, I'm finally watching <laughs> Hannibal now, and and people are like, oh, we don't care about that show anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh oh well yeah but, uh, well i finally got matt watching doom patrol and he's loving it so oh nice i'll, I'll take i'll take the wins <laughs> where i can get them cool. the wins. uh so yeah that's the bird box sequel i mean here's a question see if they do the sequel here on netflix do you think they're going to just call it mallory or will it be bird box colon mallory or bird, Bo- bird I, box 2 or something yeah I, I can definitely see something like that because yeah the first one was so uh yeah, like, like a lot of people were, I forget what the deal with it, with it was, but I remember it was, like, very meme Like, a lot of people were memeing it and mm-hmm. stuff. And uh, so, yeah, they'll probably want to keep the, you know, the, the word in there if they can. And almost but... killing themselves by doing the challenge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the thing. People were blindfolding themselves. and Remember when that was, like, the concern is that people might kill themselves doing the Bird Box challenge and not everything in 2020? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, people had no problem putting a, a mask over their eyes uh, for a <laughs> challenge, but... Yeah, actually, they just uh, enacted... Uh, like It's mandatory now that anyone going into a, a store of any kind here has to wear a mask, and... Sadly, it's not going down well with everyone <laughs> who walks into a store. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like, I, I mean, I know a while back, like uh, in California, I think the governor did make it like uh, mandatory that people have to, yeah, wear one. But I, I, yeah, so many people just don't seem to care. Like, I, I don't know. Like, we still walk our dogs or whatever. Drive the store if we have to, and just see like so many people without them. It's uh, it's insane. I mean, I mean, I admit when I go out for just a walk outside, I don't wear a mask because I just like I'm I'm just keeping my distance from everyone. I don't go near anyone. Yeah. Uh, but if I'm if I'm going inside a building or a vehicle with anyone, like the mask is going on. <laughs> like sure. You know? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, moving on. That's just just to get topical there for a second and date this episode very specifically. Uh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, it's a news episode. The news episodes are dated by the mere content that they have but yeah. that's besides the point uh, hbo max is developing in uh, an original movie so this is the thing we have hbo max making movies now to okay contend with <laughs> uh so they're developing a satirical horror tale called shell uh that's mm. s-h-e-double-l okay um so uh, max uh, Mangela, who worked on teen spirit which i never saw but that was like a it was like a an artsy looking movie with uh i think dakota fanning and there's like a singer uh, okay. it's called Teen Spirit uh, the, the, the trailer for that was actually surprisingly kind of <laughs> atmospheric uh, I never actually got around to watching the movie maybe, maybe I will at some point but uh, he's been attached to direct a spec script that was written by Jack Stanley uh, the logline is uh, da, da, da. it's under wraps but sources are saying it's a satirical horror with sci-fi elements set in the health and beauty industry okay so that will to go on I think the bigger news here is that HBO Max are just straight up doing movies as well as uh, original TV shows so something else sure. for us to maybe keep an eye on uh, as times develop, but uh, yep, yeah. that's an interesting setting for it, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, again, yeah, it's not like a ton to go by, but could be good. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about Halloween Kills because we had okay. Halloween <laughs> Kills news this week. Sure. Uh, Joe, Joe bugs me. <coughs> right, so, so the news here is that it, it, it get pushed the whole year. It's been pushed to October right. twenty twenty one, which is why anything that thinks it's coming out in August or September this year, I'm like, yeah, you're basically not, right? Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're taking a big, a big hit in your your box office, because I believe that LA just like stopped or reclosed the theaters again. So, I mean, I, I don't know if they were ever actually open. I know for a while they're okay. saying like. They were saying they were going to open. Um, well, the, the plan, the, the point is, is the planned reopens is, have, have been stopped there again, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's not happening now because um, yeah. numbers are spiking uh, obscenely. <laughs> but so they've moved a whole year, which seems fairly safe. Like, you know, uh, sure. October 2021, all right, you know, we may be fine. Yeah, movie theater wise, by that, who knows? But yeah, uh, so. Maybe, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get to see some movies in theaters again. But, uh, so that's the delay. But a company must, did you see the short teaser they put out? They put, to, to try and soften the blow of this, this uh, delay, they put like a little teaser trailer, kind of, essentially. Um, no, I, I didn't. Right, well, I'm going to tell you what it is, because there's not much okay. to it. Uh, I, I will yeah. say there is, uh, I, and just because it's a sequel here, I have to spoil the ending, or at least imply right. some spoilers for the end of the first one. So, uh, well, I say first one, the 2018 movie. Right. Uh, so... All the teaser is, is if you remember the end of the first one, uh, they, they leave the house and Michael's burning in the house in the basement and they hop onto the back of a truck and the, the final shot of the, the, the 2018 movie is like the three generations of Strode just sort of like collecting themselves, <laughs> just sitting in the back of this this uh, like farmer's truck or whatever it is. And that's kind of the end of the shot. Uh, this little teaser is just them in the back of this truck still. They're still sitting there quietly and they hear sirens and it's an ambulance like going the opposite direction. And uh, Jamie Lee Curtis just starts yelling out, "Let him burn! Let him burn!" As the yeah. Halloween theme starts playing, and it's 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 really simple. It's not a lot. And Joe bugs me about this is that I actually think it's a really effective little teaser. And I'm like, don't get my hopes up again because the trailers <laughs> for the last one made me think it was going to be good, sure. and I got burned hard. So yeah. I hate you, Bloomhouse, for doing this to me. <laughs> I hate you so much. Yeah. Uh, but so yeah. wait, so so what is in the teaser? It's just her Wait, screaming. It... Uh, sorry. Oh, oh, oh! It's just her screaming. Let him burn. Yeah, let him burn. Is the ambulance oh, okay, is driving, okay, okay. driving towards the house, basically, basically telling yeah. you this is how he's going to survive. Is that the the paramedics and the the fire <laughs> trucks get there in time to Dear to Lord. save him? Uh, so he's going to be a badly burned seventy year old who's still going to be strong <laughs> enough to go and hunt Laurie, which is which is fine. Like I've always been a, a person who's seen Michael Myers as kinda supernatural, kinda. Yeah. You know, so it's fine, but. Uh, 
But I actually thought it was an effective little teaser <laughs> that I know I'm going to end up being disappointed by <laughs> when I see the movie. Um, I, I do. Maybe um, maybe this October I'll go back and uh, rewatch um, <gasps> the 2018 Halloween because I, um, you know, like you said, you know, it, it was pretty disappointing. But I do wonder now. Uh, I only saw it the one time in theater. Uh, so I I'm curious if I rewatch it you know with lowered expectations and knowing what happens will i be able to maybe you know i'm still not gonna love it i'm sure but hmm. maybe appreciate it a little more and be like okay like okay. i made my terms with it. it it's fine you know what i mean uh so I, i'm kind of curious because I, I i'm sure i'll give it a, at least another shot at some point uh, yeah yeah no but i well we'll see i mean maybe i'll give it a little shot before the new one comes out uh but uh that's that uh, next up, Train to Busan sequel, Peninsula, or Train to Busan, Train to Busan presents Peninsula, <laughs> as the as some of the trailers are calling it now, which is such a clunky uh, thing. It's like when they added Twilight Saga to the start of every Twilight uh, sequel, or uh, yeah, or yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, basically, uh, we got a, a, a loose release date here. We got, uh, August seventh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so okay. we'll see. We'll see. Uh, is Less than a month away? Okay. <laughs> yeah, is what they're saying just now, and they're saying that it's going to be coming to Shudder in 2021, and that'll be the streaming home. Uh, so they're saying that it's going to be opened on 150 screens a- across the US and Canada, and maybe that's not that obscene a prediction. Like, you know, maybe if, uh, let's say 100 of those are drive-ins, <laughs> and then you have some towns and stuff that aren't as badly affected, so they're maybe, like, letting the theatres open. So uh, it's just mm-hmm. possible to get... Because keep in mind that a big, you know, Marvel movie or whatever will typically debut on something like 4,000 screens in the U.S. alone. So, yeah, you know. It, it seems like a surprising movie that would do it, though. Especially, like, I, I mean, like, uh, I guess drive-ins and stuff, it, it could work. But, I don't know, if there are, like, I don't know, small theaters are opening and stuff, like, uh, is there, you know, one of the big, like, first opening movies going to be, like, this foreign movie that, yeah. you know, maybe not a bunch of people have heard of although yeah. arguably all the people who would want to brave the movie theater early would be the the hardcores who might care sure. about your your foreign although i do think it's a bit weird that, like yeah i'm going to brave a pandemic by going to see a movie about a zombie virus <laughs> that is a pandemic in and of itself it feels like a yeah. bit of a weird uh that said qu- uh, not quarantine uh God, contagion was doing really well on the streaming services like when all this started so i mean who knows people are gluttons for punishment yeah, I I mean yeah I do think it's funny like people do like uh yeah kind of have like you know, a, a dark sense of um uh, curiosity or something when when something like that happens yeah you go back and watch that kind of stuff yeah. but uh, it it does it definitely does seem weird though yeah I'm not sure when you'll get to cover this per se I hope we don't have to wait till it hits Shudder I'm hoping it'll be rentable you know later this year so we can do it in a, a reasonable yeah. time frame but uh, for sure um so no yeah, uh, so that's uh Peninsula uh apparently coming to some theaters next month <laughs> we'll see uh speaking of delays we're in a sort of release date section here uh the forever purge which is the fifth purge yep. movie yeah yeah uh we, you know it's funny we just never did the fourth i mean we've never we've literally never talked about going back and doing it because we just don't care <laughs> i've seen it it's i mean it, it's it's the same as all the other ones <laughs> yeah I, yeah I, i'm so just uninterested in purge movies at this point uh but yes i I think they're all like watchable but it's just like Mm. you know when you don't have anything else you can just like turn on and okay that's fine it's like a bland vod movie they got a a bunch of sequels for some reason and it just keeps happening again and again even though i I thought two and three were better than the first one it still kind of feels like it's just not something that i'm enthusiastic about i i I mean we even watched a tv show (laughs) i think that was like during the like early can, days can, can of quarantine. Can I just make this sure. very clear that Tim meant we as in him and his wife. I did right, no yeah, such yeah. thing, right? No <laughs> such thing. How dare you? Uh, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's whatever. Mm. But that was the question. early days of quarantine where it was like, all right, just whatever we can, get, we can entertain ourselves with. I have a question. Is it all set yeah. during one purge or is it like yes. the build up to a purge and then the purge happens later in the season? No, it it's uh it's all set during one like you okay. know it, it's it it works exactly like a twenty four another movie uh no <laughs> uh it, it you know it's just like <laughs> another movie just like more spread out like yeah you okay. start off like you know a couple hours before and then uh for some reason you always have like it always seems like there's some couple that always forgets it's like the purge day <laughs> like, like oh crap <laughs> we we gotta get home like 
But, <laughs> That's so funny, Amy. Um, the show's I, not like horrible. Like I thought it would be bad. It's like it has fine. It has, it has to be close to real time though, because if it's like ten episodes and it's like all set in the one night, probably uh, yeah. Yeah, because I, I I just imagine like the the twenty four clock coming up, like actually doing yeah. it in real time, like do 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 do. It's three a.m. We've got four hours till sunrise. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, the news is that that's been delayed. Uh, that that was meant to be out on July tenth, which is what two days ago. <laughs> the time of recording uh, <laughs> yes. uh, is actually now going to be coming on July 9th, twenty twenty one. So this is another one that get pushed a whole year. So this shows you what um, Universal are feeling right now with release dates is that they didn't e- you know, didn't even think about pushing this to like October. Say they said no, we're just going to push this a whole year. Uh, now, admittedly, I think it might actually be like a July fourth kind of related the, right, the, yeah. the theme of it. So maybe they want to have it that time of year, but still. Because uh, as worth mentioning, the next thing we're going to mention is that is also universal delay. This one's not as severe, but uh, Candyman, which was originally coming out in like May or June, uh, get pushed to September twenty fifth. It's now been pushed again to October sixteenth, which is not a big delay, and maybe is more suited because it's you know Halloween month, you know. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, this is taking the date that Halloween Kills had. So I wonder if the reason why Halloween Kills get pushed is because maybe they still have some work to do on it that they couldn't finish in time. And obviously with Halloween, a Halloween movie, you have to release it in October. Like, there's no yeah. point in releasing Halloween in <laughs> June. It's just stupid, right? Yeah. So uh, so Candyman's taking the Halloween date because they figure, well, that's our Halloween movie now, is Candyman, uh, which is which is fine, I guess. So. <sighs> I mean, this is, a, this is a tough one because it's like... Yeah, just I mean, <laughs> stop like toying with us. Just release it in twenty twenty one. But at, at the same time, I want to see it so bad that it would hurt if I I see a you know that big of a delay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not convinced that even this is going to stick. I'm not convinced that yeah. October sixteenth is definitely going to be the time for it. I mean, it's far enough away that it's, it feels like it's possible, but I'm not. It's not. You know, like I wouldn't say it's lately at this point. Yeah. So. We'll see. I mean, if any of these do get released in theaters, like I don't even know if I'll actually like end up going to, to see mm-hmm. them. But, uh, but at least if they get released, and then that means they'll be released on VOD sooner than later. So at yeah, least yeah. I can watch it sooner. I do wonder how many of these movies that keep getting delayed. Like, if any of them eventually do cave and see, all right, you know what, twenty dollar rental VOD. Just we have to start making money at some point. <laughs> yeah I, I mean i mean honestly like a lot of these i probably would do that like Candyman for sure i would do that because you know, i'm really excited for that and then like um uh, you know if they did that with halloween kills like mm-hmm. i'm not necessarily excited for that but i am interested enough that I'd be like yeah whatever i mean it, it would be about the same to go see it at the movies anyway so why not you know like uh, yeah, i yeah I, I don't know i'm surprised more people haven't been doing it <laughs> yeah um if that translated to about fifteen pounds, like that would be a bit more expensive for me. That's like maybe fifty percent more expensive than a, a a movie ticket. But well, like you know, it, I get it. Yeah, it, it's more expensive if it was just me. But the fact that like I usually go with my, my yeah, wife yeah. to the movies, so <laughs> it actually ends up being cheaper in in the long run. It's, it's it sucks for being a solo person, but <laughs> for yeah, for for, for for any people who go with more than two or two or more, even uh, yeah. Uh, it ends up probably saving money by just doing the twenty dollar rental. Yeah. Uh. So we'll see. We'll see. Obviously, the big reason why they don't want to do that is because it means immediately there's going to be a, a you know a, a a HD quality pirated version immediately True. available on the internet, yeah. and that's why they they really want to avoid doing it if they can. Makes but sense. We'll see. We'll see. Uh. So that is that. And then speaking of release I mean, dates, I'll, oh. I'm gonna bootleg it for sure. I'm gonna like tape <laughs> it <laughs> when I watch it on my TV. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Tim's not talking about like hooking up like a Blu-ray recorder. He's going to have oh, like no. a camera pointed at the TV screen to get that that that, that real authentic pirated feel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can hear my dogs barking throughout the movie. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there's actually a movie that got released date here, but this is not a theater release date, so this is actually happening. <laughs> so this is a uh, on Shudder on July thirtieth, uh, a new film called Host, which is. Uh, okay. A Zoom horror movie. Interesting. <laughs> and by Zoom, I mean the Skype-like right. <laughs> uh, program for uh, video calls. So, Joe you know is so funny? I actually was thinking this uh, just this week, that if Unfriended hadn't happened yet, 
like it would hit so big right now if they'd like made it during quarantine oh, sure. like just a bunch of people got together and they basically did maybe they had to change a couple of small moments because they didn't have like a crew or special effects in the same way but like mm. they could they could make that like, like you know a group of people could make that just with their, their computers hell we could make our unfriended yeah. style movie <laughs> if we wanted to try acting but um <laughs> Yeah, like, I had a friend that just watched, uh, like, Unfriended for the first time, and he kept saying, like, how are there not, like, 50 more of these movies coming out right now? Like, it's kind of, like, I'm, I'm very surprised that something that it, it seems, like, would hit so big now and be so easy to make and, like, a lot safer than, yeah, like, you know, uh, a bunch of other stuff that I'm surprised we're not getting, like, 50 of these knockoff movies at this point. Yeah, uh, I mean, it is worth mentioning, production for some stuff in some locations has started again. I know the UK, like, the Batman movie started filming again. Uh, The next season of something's filming. I know New Zealand's put some exemptions through for certain things that were filming there to continue. Because New Zealand, as you know, has actually managed to almost entirely avoid the whole thing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, yeah, so it's it's interesting to see. Uh, So, but anyway, so yeah, this movie is coming. Uh, It's called Host. And uh, it's a Zoom-based horror film from Rob Savage, what name, uh, <laughs> who did, I think I'm reading this right, this looks like a typo, but I, I assume this is a real thing, Dawn okay. of the Death. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's coming July 30th, it's commissioned, written, produced, and set to be released in under three months. So yeah, this was all shot in quarantine, this is, this is what your friend oh, was wow. talking about, <laughs> this is the quarantine-produced movie where everyone's just on Zoom. um so i mean like i'm not totally against it because yeah we you know we liked unfriended so if uh, i mean this sounds like a bit reactionary so maybe you know might not have as much thought and stuff (laughs) i kind of appreciate it though in the sense that even if this is bad i'll appreciate that someone tried to be creative with the situation we're in like after the first unfriended i remember saying that okay that that was a surprisingly really good but i never want another one again and then two was actually fairly solid with a couple of things i didn't like about it but I think if there's one reason I will accept a lot more of Unfriended style movies, it's this situation where, okay, (laughs) this is what we can do, so let's all try to do the best version of this that we can. (laughs) And yeah, so, yeah, we're going to get it. So Host is a story of six friends who hire a medium, uh, a medium, a medium, a medium, a medium, uh, (laughs) to hold a seance (laughs) over Zoom during lockdown. But they get far more than they bargain for as things quickly go wrong. When an evil spirit starts invading their homes, they begin to realize that they might not survive the night. Do you know what I think is so weird about this? This is going to be like the first movie we see that references what's going on. Like, because we've not that's had true, that yeah. yet. You know, we've, we've yeah. not had uh, a movie that's referenced. Because, let's face it, this is kind of a big, like, monumental moment in human history where it's going to be sure. like 9-11 where people reference, oh, the, the you know, the, the thingy virus from, those, from you know, that year, <laughs> that two-year period where... We were all wearing masks and we were all under lockdown for large portions of it and this thing we yeah. all live through. Um, it's going to be this this monumental thing. So people, you know, it's going to be referenced in stories and movies forever uh, after I, this. I, I saw someone like had a tweet before where they were just like showing all these screenshots from all the, the different headlines about like these different like, uh, you know, uh, pandemic sitcoms that got like greenlit. Yeah. And it just seems like, oh, like, I don't want to see any of these. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I mean, it's, I, I'm sure that there will end up being, like, some interesting art that comes from this. But, yeah, it'll, it'll definitely be, I, I feel like we'll have, like, a glut of it, at, like, kind of, like, early on that I'm not really interested in. But, yeah, it could definitely be cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, so that's coming. Uh, <laughs> what did I say? July 30th. Uh, and the actors all operate their own cameras uh p- help pull off their own practical effects which makes sense because they're all shooting this from their own homes uh so yeah it sounds interesting yeah I'd yeah very, happy very, to give it a shot very intrigued uh the video quality from the screenshot they posted here looks very good which because everything i've seen from people recording podcasts on zoom <laughs> it's all looked very bad so what i assume they did is they had everyone record their own camera locally kind of like how i make tim record his own audio locally so that his audio sounds good <laughs> Uh, and it's not the Skype quality, so, uh, <laughs> you know, hey, what, what I'm saying is, is we already nailed the technical side of this, all right? Just uh, okay. FYI. Uh, all right, moving on. Uh, another release date thing, kind of, uh, the opposite of a release date. Uh, so Saint Maud, which was meant to come out in, like, I think April, this is the A24 horror movie that looked quite good from the trailer, uh, it got a new release date for July 17th. 
However, it has been now pulled uh, from release schedule and with no new date. So we don't know when this is coming now. But it was meant to be coming on July 17th in theaters and is now not there. You know, uh, you know what's weird is like I was listening to a podcast who was talking, I think it was about St. Maud, um, because there were like some, um, there were like the people on it were reviewers and they were talking about how uh, they saw an early screening of it and they had like, you know, they wanted to write reviews for it, but for some reason the, uh, or I think this is A24, mm-hmm. um, I think for some reason they're like, you know, um, making everyone, what do you do, like sign an NDA or whatever, like, no, you can't like, you know, review it until we say so. And for some reason, they've been like holding back on reviews for some reason. Uh, even though the people I've heard talk about all said like it's good, I liked it a lot. But you know, they they won't let us uh, put a review out, which is kind of weird. Yeah, uh, I I guess they want the, the all the reviews to hit like when it's like a week before release, so that people are thinking <laughs> about it. If the reviews yeah. all go out now and then it doesn't come out until like November, then you know. Yeah, it's just the the thing is kind of weird about though is yeah. it's like the the people that have seen it they're like well I mean I can't review it now because it's been like you know months <laughs> so like yeah I can't really properly like you know uh, and you know it's not fresh in my head anymore. Well, uh, I, I would assume they don't. They sh- what they should have done is written the reviews at the time mm-hmm. and just sort of have it on ice <laughs> and wait yeah. for the wait for the time they, they get to you know reveal it to the world. I don't know. Yeah, uh, weird. Uh, uh, so. But yeah, I mean, th- this is a weird one though. That it's like I'm, I'm not sure why. I mean, no offense. Like, I mean, I like a twenty four movies, but you know, they're not like big blockbusters. Like, and I don't know why this isn't just on VOD. Yeah, yeah, it feels like one that, that if anything's going to cave, it may be this one. Uh, yeah, I'm saying that as if the movie itself is what caves. So obviously, it's not. But right, right, right. Uh, but hey, uh, so we'll move on. Uh, so we're at the trailers now. We have five trailers that we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're basically making up for giving us almost nothing last week. So, the first trailer we're going to talk about is uh, Ravage, which is coming to select theaters (laughs) (laughs) and VOD on August 21st. So, this is an August release. Um, In the film, Annabelle Dexter-Jones stars as a nature photographer who witnesses a violent crime while alone in the woods. After being captured by the culprits, she uses her survival skills to take them out one by one. It also stars Dr. Sleep's Robert Longstreet. Uh, so we had a trailer for this year. Uh, what did you think mm-hmm. of it, Timmy? Uh, it didn't really do anything for me. Uh, it, yeah, it just seems like kind of like typical, um, like survivalist torture kind of movie. Um, n- not that I'm necessarily against it. Like you know, there've been you know plenty of good movies like that. Uh, you know that we've seen before, and uh, you know it, it's kind of hard to go on just the trailer alone. So who knows? Maybe once it comes out, I'll watch it and be like, oh no, it's surprisingly pretty good but uh just judging from this it doesn't really seem like it's doing anything that like new or different or you know stylistically interesting that you know kind of uh got me excited for it yeah it's um i thought the trailer looked okay like it, it didn't look bad yeah. necessarily yeah. you know it, it looked out of style it plays a lot with the sunset and stuff it's a very bright horror movie there's a lot of like That's harsh true. like daylight in your eyes and all that kind of stuff uh, it looks like this woman kind of goes a bit, little bit mad and like takes the fight to them over which is which is mm. always fun uh, potentially but yeah uh yeah i mean I, I like seeing some of the actors that i recognized in there i suppose mm. so yeah uh, yeah it, i mean I, i'm again i'm yeah i'm not against it just didn't really do anything special I, I thought it was kind of funny they kept having like uh quotes from like critics uh throughout the trailer but it was all like the same critic <laughs> so i was like uh that, that did kind of worry me because i'm like okay uh well has maybe just not a lot of people seen it or was there only like one guy that like liked it you know i kind of want to see a trailer where it's like uh a fantastic thrill raid and then it's credited to like uh john doe or <laughs> someone yeah <laughs> <laughs> john smith uh no, i like it um so no that's a uh, rabbit it looks okay like i mean it, sure. it could could very well be end up being pretty solid uh but obviously we just have the trailer to go on here uh, next up, we got a trailer for Random Acts of Violence, and oh, yeah. this is a uh... based off a comic book. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is about a comic book writer who writes mm-hmm. horror comics. I noticed the knockoff DC logo on the comic book and the trailer. <laughs> yeah, the, the spin one. Yeah. Uh, and basically, he, he writes a lot of horror comics, and he's out with his friends, and he's he wants to go on this trip, and he's basically looking for inspiration in the heartland of America, and. He they come across this you know the city old gas station and 
ultimately the plot is that there's a, a killer recreating the kills from his comic book sort of hunting him and his friends uh so that's the uh the gist of it what do you think of this trailer uh i'm actually kind of excited for this one i um i don't remember much about it but i did read the comic back in the day uh it's from uh jimmy palmiotti and uh justin gray uh who hmm. like there was a time where they were doing uh i think they still do it but not as much anymore but there's like a, a period where they're doing like a lot of uh kickstarter books for these kind of just like you know like 50 60 ish page like kind of one shot stories they're usually like either horror ish or like kind of you know actiony gory kind of stuff but uh, they're all pretty good and um yeah the uh, the only thing I really remember from the comic is that at one point they're talking about an incident with Mark Wade where he gets, uh, um, like kind of kidnapped, <laughs> like these, uh, like two, uh, guys that were like really big fans of his, like, uh, asked him to do uh, a comic con and like, they flew him out and like picked him up from the airport and like drove him around. And then at some point Mark Wade, like starts to realize that there's no actual comic con. It was just like these kids uh just like wanted to meet him <laughs> um so I, I remember they uh they mentioned that in the book and then uh actually went to a signing with mark wade and asked him if it was a true story and uh, he was like oh yeah yeah <laughs> uh so that's kind of terrifying but uh i mean I'm, the... just, I'm happy mark wade survived and nothing bad happened definitely uh, <laughs> it's good to know they weren't like i think he said like oh like yeah i, I didn't think that they were dangerous kids or anything like they were just mm. kind of like fans but it's still not a, a nice thing to do no it's just, <laughs> obviously it's, it's kind of creepy uh so but uh, i mean that being said though like the uh I, I do remember liking the book and then this trailer uh i thought it looked okay um I, I but it, uh, i'm it, intrigued it looked okay i mean I, what i'll say about this one the last one is that i didn't think either one looked like a sort of a vod looking movie they looked like that they were movies per se sure? with yeah. like actual actors and stuff uh, I think what stuck out to me about this is that it looks okay, and then there's like sudden, just this little glimpses of what looks like good gore that might really yeah. elevate uh, the 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 film as a whole. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I am intrigued. Uh, so this one's actually uh, Shudder uh, is, is doing this. Yeah. Uh, Sh- Shudder's putting this out on August twentieth. So uh, maybe cool. look for us covering that towards the end of August next month. But uh, but which is which is August. I mean, next month is August, <laughs> right. so it was kind of redundant what I said there. But uh, you know what I mean, all right? Uh, so they're, they're putting this out in the US and the UK, uh, and also Ireland, which, I mean, most of the time you don't have to bother saying Ireland to just assume it's included <laughs> the UK, even though it's not sure. part of the UK. But, uh, so yeah, it's August 20th. Uh, it could be good, could be good. Um, and then next up, we get a trailer for one. I remember talking about this, the news story for this one. And this is the the jeans, the killer jeans horror movie, <laughs> uh, Slacks. And I remember, you know, I was talking about this and saying, well, it kind of depends the tone of it and, like, what sort of, like, style they're going for. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's about a pair of killer jeans, basically. It's not really <laughs> much. Uh, there was a lot more, because the, the company that, that uh, makes these jeans or the, the store that sells them is, it was, what was it? It was, like, Super uh, Slacker or something like that, or Super mm-hmm. or something. And the logo looked very like ss and not just because it was two yeah. s's it, it looked very no it looks like the, the you know the, the nazi yeah. ss sort of symbol and i feel like that might play into it in the movie maybe it'll reveal something like that its origins comes from some, some sort of weird experiment sort of, sort of thing but uh i don't know but yeah, i thought this trailer was surprisingly kind of fun uh kind of funny yeah. in places uh i my favorite thing in the whole trailer is there's like two characters debating in the bathroom like one says like they think there's a serial killer in the building with them because it seems like they get trapped in the building for most of the movie that seems to be the main bulk of it and they're mm-hmm. like well you think there's a serial killer and she's like yeah and then it cuts to what they're looking at <laughs> and it's this woman who's been just like cut into pieces and there's like innards like spr- it looks like a, it looks like the most brutal killing that yeah. anyone's ever stumbled in it's like yeah there's a killer in here uh <laughs> Yeah, I was surprised. I think this looks like a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, I think I mentioned it before. Uh, it's always tough with these movies uh, because, um, like, they always... It always seems like a stretch to have a full-length movie for this. Like, yeah, when I think of, like, stuff like, you know, Killer Sofa or whatever, where it's like, hmm. all right, uh, or, you know, that one about the the table, the wrestling tables. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It's like... You know, a lot of this stuff you can see as being a really funny, you know, spoof trailer or a five-minute internet short, but 
it just loses um you know uh it, it that kind of humor when you stretch it out and try to actually do something with it but uh, it, it but takes i think talent i think yeah it, it takes yeah. like and it, this comes from the producer of turbo kid and not, not producer doesn't necessarily always mean a whole lot right but i can kind of see a, yeah a, a correlation with that movie a little bit in this yeah definitely yeah, yeah. Uh, so, some of the kills look fun you see like gene strangling people and cutting off fingers with a zip and stuff like that honestly i'm kind of into this with this trailer yeah no i'm i'm like uh yeah i'm into it it's uh i think uh I, at the very least i'm at, uh i'm intrigued now versus when i first kind of heard it, mm. it it sounded a little like i kind of just rolled my eyes like okay whatever uh you know dumb internet meme kind of uh humor thing uh, but like looking at it now, it's like okay, no, it seems like they actually put thought into us, and um, I maybe have enough to do with it to make it feel like a, an actual movie. So, cool. yeah, it doesn't seem to have a date yet, but uh, hopefully with the trailer, because this, this is a festival trailer, so it may, it may be a little bit uh, away from us getting access to this necessarily. But uh, hopefully it's this year, and uh, it looks surprisingly good. So we'll, we'll yeah. keep an eye on it. Keep an eye on it. Uh, Next up, we get a trailer for The Honeymoon Phase, uh, which is a movie where a young couple who are getting married agree to some kind of weird like experiment because they're going to get paid, what was it, 50 grand, they said, in the trailer. Mm-hmm. And they have to live in a house uh, that's provided for them and presumably they're giving stuff and it's like a social experiment or something. Uh, but as the trailer goes on, you see that they're basically start they start to see things and hallucinate and maybe go crazy to the point where they may actually be dangerous to each other uh are these things they're seeing stuff that's been shown to them as are you know as the is the guy really going crazy that was kind of the, the the general idea i was getting from it. what did you make of this one um it didn't really interest me too much uh to be honest um i i'm definitely willing to give it a shot like uh like it looks like it has some you know ideas in it for sure Mm. um but yeah i don't think anything really like stuck out too much to me Uh, yeah i'm not i'm not super enthusiastic either it's the sort of thing where i almost wanted to just sort of back out of the trailer when i started it but then it kind of kept going Mm. i was like okay there's there's definitely something here and it looks like a real movie which is one of my qualifiers for should we talk about this (laughs) unless it's so absurdly insane that even that we'll talk about like a really cheap looking you know home movie yeah. but uh but yeah it's kind of the one that i'm maybe the most blandest on out of the mm-hmm. batch uh this week but you know uh the, the whole thing is that they're, they're isolated in like a, a a smart home like a futuristic smart home so mm-hmm. uh I, I i maybe there'll be some wacky twists in this i don't know but that's uh yeah. the, just the things uh and then the final trailer we got uh this week is called follow me uh, or the, as the trailer puts it, hashtag follow me, <laughs> and it's about this. This this combines a couple of things. It combines uh, a protagonist who's a an influencer mm-hmm. who 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 does videos and vlogs and that kind of thing. And you may be forgiven, Tim, if you thought to yourself, this might be Escape Room Two. It is not Escape Room Two. <laughs> However, <Okay. laughs> it is from the director of Escape Room. <laughs> I got really confused watching this trailer because it said from the yeah. director of, and it just said Escape Room, and I'm like, wait, what? This is this is clearly an escape room movie. It's just not called Escape Room. So there is an Escape Room two coming. There's an Escape Room two in production or was in production, but this is not Escape Room two. But it's from the director of Escape Room, and it's about an escape room, yeah, in Russia yeah, with it's... all these characters. Yeah, so. yeah, it's very confusing because it starts off like with this, yeah, like uh, influencer guy uh, that seems to be like he he goes around all over the world trying dangerous stuff. So. Yeah, you start off being like, okay, so it's going to be that type of movie. Like, okay, obviously he's going to go somewhere that he shouldn't be and encounter something that's actually dangerous instead of like, you know, probably like the more staged kind of danger that he usually puts himself in. But then, um, yeah, it turns out the thing that he's going to is an escape room. So as soon as you hear that, you're kind of like, oh, okay, that sounds like escape room. But then uh, in the trailer, you know, the words mm-hmm. come up from the produ- or director of escape room and you're like, Oh, okay so is this escape room 2 but yeah i'm glad you cleared that up because i was kind of like all right they're just not calling it escape room 2 but it's like a spiritual sequel or something i know that this is your i always say knockoff this is like uh when sean Corey went and made a james bond movie with another company that's not an official james bond movie <laughs> it, 
it, it's kind of like a well I, I mean maybe not the best example but like uh i don't know like when uh uh what's his face uh james wanted like the conjuring or whatever it's like all right well uh it's not exactly insidious but it has like a lot of the same people and kind of like still like a similar tone and everything but um yeah i I don't know it it, it is kind of funny uh i mean as as for the trailer itself i don't really care about it but (laughs) i mean the uh the lead person looks annoying and um i mean I, i like the idea of escape rooms but like you know escape room didn't necessarily live up to the potential of it possibly but uh, i mean if the escape rooms in this are cool uh that'd be great but you don't really see it in the trailer like you don't really show what the kind of danger they're gonna be in is or, or whatever yeah uh it's I... it's got that nastier kind of saw look to it because that's what it says in the description it's saw meets escape room which oh, i mean great. i would argue that the first saw is kind of an <laughs> escape room in a lot of ways anyway but sure yeah, uh, you know, this looks like one that's probably going to be mediocre or, or annoy me. <laughs> yeah, which means we'll definitely do it because I'm a <laughs> glutton for punishment. <laughs> yeah, sometimes knowing that I'm putting Tim through misery is enough to get me through it. Mm, but then it's usually the movies I like. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yes, uh, to my Tim's Tim's been reprimanded this week. There's been too much boyganda on the uh, uh. <laughs> on the on the screams at screams midnight twitter which you should all go follow uh for shenanigans and people seem to like it <laughs> mm, yes well our fans like our show so they're clearly questionable in the <laughs> in the logic department and taste department uh but yeah that's that's the news though that's uh that wraps up everything uh that we're going to talk about this week so obviously look forward to the uh review episodes coming uh, we got one. Obviously, typically speaking, there's one after the new, the, the day after the news. If, if there's if there's a news episode, mm-hmm. uh, so look forward to the next one. Uh, of course, I will thank our Patreon producers uh, for the month uh, at this juncture. So thank you to Alison M. Fordyce, Tyler Hess, Cindy Palacios, David Short, Board Now, and Zammer Jammer. Uh, they are all twenty dollar above patrons on Patreon.com/slash TV. But you, of course, do have to support us uh, for such a, a an amount. Uh, you can support us for as little as one dollar per month and feel warm and fuzzy for supporting the content and keeping all the episodes coming and for that one dollar you get a bonus episode of streams after many every month an extra movie review episode uh exclusive to patreon uh as well as a bonus episode of the ace the, the sci-fi podcast that i do with tara so uh you can go check that out five dollars gets you uh, early access by a day to all the movie review episodes and uh, you get to vote an episode once per month as well so uh, please do go check it out see if you're interested in any of that and you want to support us. Uh, liking is very important on YouTube. Uh, let's YouTube know that you think we're worth recommending out and more people will find us. So that's a nice free way to support us. And then, of course, uh, like I said, get us on Twitter at Streams Midnight. Uh, but that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching scary movies, guys. And we will see you next time.